welcome to today's episode of Watchful with Bethy Hernandez and Sophia Ritter. Two cousins talk movies and TV. Basically, if it's entertainment related, we got you covered. Today, we're discussing our top 10 movies from high school. Okay, so Bethy, as of right now, you are completely done with AP tests. Everything with high school, distance Yay, learning. Finally. Crap. So everyone has been complaining or just talking a lot about 2017 grads. What has it been like <laughs> to miss out on your last few months of high school? Um, It's been kind of a wild ride because part of me has been liking online school stuff and part of me is really sad that I don't get those last couple days of high school in the traditional way you always imagined it. But I think this is... uh doing this episode is going to be a really fun way to just like wrap up the high school era and make it I don't know have a little fun in a time that's not so fun yeah the thing you said to me once that has really stuck with me is you wish you could even remember your last day of high school it just yeah exactly it really just says how fast and unexpected our entire lives change because you it was just a normal day for you you weren't expecting it to be Mm -hmm. your last day oh yeah The only thing I remember is being extremely bored and being ready for (laughs) spring break. And I wish I would have known. That's, like, the last time I could have hugged my friends. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's really weird. But I'm about to officially graduate next week virtually. So (laughs) that should be an experience for sure. (laughs) Uh, Man, being remembering your last day of high school as being bored might actually be pretty on brand. So... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I felt majority of my high school years. So, you know, it's just it's just accurate to the general feeling, you know. All right. So before we start, I would like to say I was in high school starting 2014 to 2017. And what mm-hmm. years were you in high school? So people can have an idea um, of what movies came out. I believe 2016 to 2020. Nice. That's a big, that's kind of a difference. It's not a huge difference, but no, it's a we'll, difference. We'll for probably sure. have one or two overlap. And I also have some classics that I was just obsessed with in high school. I also want to state that a lot of the biggest movies during that time that came out were Avengers movies. And I'm a really big Avengers fan now, but I was not in high school. Mm-hmm. So there's not a single Marvel movie on my list because I got oh into God. it the summer after I graduated. That's actually really funny because. Weird. For me, I, my Marvel kind of obsession started in high school, so there are a couple Marvel movies on my list. And also another thing about this is these movies aren't just movies that came out in our high school years. These are just movies that we watched in our high school years mm-hmm. and, like, enjoy them. So some of them can be older, but it's just they kind of, for me, I rank them on how big of an impact they had on me as a high yeah. schooler. Same. That's exactly what I did. Just movies that I really was a big moment for me when I first saw them. Mm -hmm. And it kind of changed how I watch movies sometimes or just was obsessed with a stupid movie at other times. Exactly the same for me. I am so embarrassed by some of my lists. I was so much different in high school. I'm me too. And it's well, not really. (laughs) I'm still that age. But like some of them I'm still kind of embarrassed of because they were from time. Yeah, and also, some of the movies on this list are better than the top few ones on my list. Like, Mm -hmm. in every, like, all the technical things. But some of them, just realizing how important they were for me at the time, Mm -hmm. is just, I don't know, that 
that's how I rank them. So yeah, it's going to be exactly. a little, it's going to be a little controversial. Some people are going to be like, what? Mm-hmm. But you know what? Another thing is in high school, I was just incredibly obsessed with television and I was not that mm. into movies and that's going to be apparent. But I know it's kind of interesting to see like when I finally did start getting more into movies and technical parts towards the later bit. Yeah, it should be interesting. Yes. For both of us. So what is your number 10? Okay, number 10. So I don't think you've seen this movie. Um, and it is a really good movie. Uh, but it's lower on my list just because it I haven't really rewatched it. And it's not exactly one of my favorites. But it had an impact on me. Mm-hmm. Um, my number 10 is The Outsiders. I've seen and it, but it's been a hot minute. You have? Yeah. Um... So, if I'm going to be really honest, I do not remember much about this movie, but I did watch it in high school, and my dad showed it to me, and I remember the main general feeling I got after the movie is what I remember the most, and I don't know, it, it felt like one of those things that just showed me what movies can be as a high schooler, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes, like, I was going into watching a lot of movies in my high school years with very limited, like, <laughs> taste in movies, but, I don't know, watching this movie definitely changed my perspective on, like, the storytelling aspect of movies. Nice. I already am embarrassed by my list because your first choice is about as good as my top five choices. So, my oh. number ten is, honestly, I am so embarrassed by because I hate Disney remakes with a burning oh, no. passion. <laughs> and I did not want to include this movie because I hate Disney remakes, but I wanted to be true to the listeners and myself that this uh-huh. movie had a big impact on me in high school. I, It just made me ridiculously happy, and I don't think it's even that well made of a movie. Emma Watson is very auto-tuned, but the movie is Beauty and the Beast. Uh- <laughs> I just, I loved the costume design and the set design of this movie, and I saw it a couple times in theaters and i am embarrassed to admit it that a disney remake made my list it really shows me that i've grown up though you know it really does and it's funny because i was not expecting that because your taste in movies is totally different exactly and i have seen this movie but it was a while ago it Mm -hmm. was probably it was in my high school years and i just i don't know if that was good yeah yeah Good. I'm not a big fan of remakes. I'm not either. <laughs> or like Disney princess movies in general. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. They're not like they don't make me nostalgic. I'm exactly. just like, yeah. This is, uh... yeah. All right. So your number nine pick. Okay, my number nine pick is kind of embarrassing, but it's it's staying true to a movie that really impacted me. Um, my number nine pick is Coco. Um, I watched this movie, I forget when it came out, but... It came out in no, November it was like, 2017. Yeah. Because it didn't quite make the cut for me, and I was sad. This movie, it, it like, my I just remember my family watching this movie, and, I don't know, it became of our lives ever since, like, part of our lives ever mm-hmm. since we watched it, and it, I don't, it... I don't know. It's just one of my favorite Pixar movies, and it happened to come out in my high school years, so I had to include it on the list. Um, yeah. That's about all I a have movie to say. that would definitely have made my list if it came out in high school because it's just beyond creative and just such a fun movie. I love that movie. It really is. Um, I wasn't expecting to have, like, 
I don't know. All right. Sorry, never mind. You're good. So my first uh, classic on my list is Forrest mm. Gump coming in at number nine. I was this is one of the movies I've always really liked when I was younger and in high school I watched it like all the time. And I don't know, it's one of the first sadder movies I liked and I was very into history, American history during high school and that's going to might pop up again in this this list, but hmm. I really just loved this movie and some of it has not aged well and I am very aware of that with race issues and stuff, but I loved the movie at a time, and I still think you can't completely devalue some of the things that hasn't aged well, because it is a great classic Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. The funny thing about this movie is I've only seen parts of it. I have not seen the full thing. <gasps> Bessie! <laughs> My, what? I don't know. I don't think... I feel like it's something a lot of people's parents are like, you have to watch this yeah. movie. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's one of my parents' like favorites. I think they like it. They just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Normally, most of the movies I watch are movies that my dad suggests to me yeah. and like wants to show me, and he's never suggested this. And I know it's on Netflix, I think, but I don't know. I've only seen some parts with friends. You need to watch it. It definitely is showing the differences in our parents because yeah, I was first shown this movie when I was five. And don't worry, <laughs> audience, I ran around the house during the inappropriate moments, but this movie I kind of grew up with, and in high school, I even did, like, an art piece about it, which was really bad, but it's so weird that you haven't seen it. I'm definitely going to make you watch it for this show. Yes, for sure. All right. Yeah, some of these movies I'm going to make you watch, too. Yes, I plan on it. So what is your <laughs> number eight? Number eight. Okay, so... My number eight is Infinity War, because this movie was, like, we've talked about this a million times in all of our past episodes, but this movie definitely came out in my high school years, (laughs) and it definitely introduced me to Marvel and got me really into Marvel, and it was the first time I had a really fun theater experience, and Mm -hmm. I learned, like how fun going to movies can really be. Um, So yeah, it's definitely one of the more impactful movies of my, yeah. I remember I watched, I went to the movie with you and it was like a week after it came out and I had already seen it once. Yeah. And I enjoyed it just as much the second time because I loved watching you watch it. And then we stayed up till really late that night in the hotel room. Really late. Just discussing every little detail and our sisters were so annoyed with us. It just shows you, like, how important this movie was. If uh-huh. you can remember the time after it and obsessing over yes. it. Yes. And, like, that was my biggest, like, phase for a while. You know exactly. what I mean? Biggest obsession. Your... Biggest thing to, I don't know, rant about. <laughs> All right. My number eight is kind of a movie a lot of people probably forgot about because I <laughs> this movie, I honestly had a very big crush on the lead actor, which was Benedict Cumberbatch, and that is The mm. Imitation Game, which came out in 2014. This hit all my niches as a high schooler. This really just describes myself as a high schooler. It was historical fiction, had a hot guy as the lead, <laughs> like... High school, especially freshman Sophie, that's all I was looking for. And it hit everything I wanted. And I just, I, after this movie, I got really into the history of that actual event. And I looked way more into it. 
So I thought mm-hmm. it deserved a nice shout out. I yeah, I I've seen this movie before. It's been a while, mm-hmm. but I think that would have been during my middle school years. Yeah, because it was my freshman and year. It was a lot. Of, I don't know. It was definitely fit that little niche of things that I really enjoyed as a middle schooler mm-hmm. too. Like I was totally into like a lot of historical fiction movies, and my friend. I think I maybe saw this movie with my friend. So definitely has some. It might have made my list, maybe, if we were doing, like, a middle school time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. All right. I think we're on to your number seven. Number seven. Okay. So, this one, I uh, I was debating, but I have 1917 on my list, even though it was I really recent. Um, Because I remember after seeing this movie, just like not being able to stop thinking about it Mm -hmm. and I just remember being really really engaged in the movie when watching it and feeling like I'm a part of it so I don't know that in itself just made it significant enough to include on my list well that and the fact that both of us learned so much about cinematography from watching that movie and we both care way more about it since we watched it so it definitely had a big impact on how you perceive media it really has because before I don't know I just watched movies and I had like thought of them as oh that's really mm-hmm. good I like the story I like the colors wow that's cool you know exactly. and then when I watched this movie I realized how much work goes into like camera techniques mm-hmm. and all of this stuff and it got me way more interested in that yeah because one of your favorite things is a good long shot and you definitely Mm -hmm. that hit all of you and you're like this is beautiful i love this exactly so what about you for your number seven so my number seven is gonna sound like we're doing our favorite like kid movies (laughs) but my number seven is paddington which came out in 2015 oh my gosh and if you know me in person, you know I am obsessed with this movie because it is better than any movie about a bear talking bear should be. I love good children's content and I get so mad over bad children's content like <clears throat> despicable me. But oh my god. Just the fact that they are able to make such a ridiculous storyline so cute, happy and exciting and it's just it's so bizarre and random but literally a great time it's i literally recommend paddington to so many people because no one my age watches it but it is so good you need to watch paddington because i'm very passionate about good children's <laughs> content and this is premium children's content paddington it, it one really and two is. both of them solid movies mm-hmm. both of them adorable exactly i think we saw paddington 2 on your birthday we did we did you were like turning 19 yes. and you were like <laughs> That was such I was a good birthday, though. <laughs> it was. You know what? It hit all my marks. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love that. I'm so proud of you for having that on your list. No shame. That makes me no so shame. happy. All right. What is your number six? <laughs> number six. My number six movie is Endgame. Ooh, so I thought that might even be higher. I know. It's kind of, like, lowish on the list, but that doesn't mean anything because of the rest of the movies are just so good like mm-hmm. you'll you'll yeah. you realize that but um endgame it's kind of the same thing with infinity war um it was amazing theater experience and it it just was such a big part of my life and that whole like hype mm-hmm. before it and the hype after it was just it's such a big part of popular culture and you can't talk about 
these my high school years without talking about mm -hmm. the Marvel movies that came out during them. But yeah, yeah. that's about it for... <laughs> Definitely would have made my list if I was in high school at the time. All right. Yeah. So my number six is The Martian, which came out in 2015 oh. as well. And mm -hmm. The Martian was... I've always been a big fan of comedies, but it was a, one of the first movies I remember watching that was a really good mix of drama and comedy because it kept you on the edge of your seat but also matt damon is just so hilarious in this movie and yeah i've never been that big of a fan of science fiction up until i read this book and watched this movie and it really kind of opened my eyes to a full another world of media that i could consume a full another genre of media i guess so the martian go back and rewatch it i really want to now that's cool. I have not seen... This is another movie that I haven't seen. And I know all of my friends have seen it. And I know so they all good. tell me it's a good movie. Um, Yeah, kind of regret not watching it. <laughs> this, is the, this whole episode is just going to be me, like, pondering what movies to watch next. <laughs> hey, I'm giving you some recommendations. And I know you want them. Exactly. All right, we're up into the top five now. And... Oh, wow. Oh, boy. This is hard because I'm looking at them and I just, it's hard to say what movies have, like, more significance, mm -hmm. even when some movies are, like, technically and everything else better. Sorry. This, yes. You're, oh, oh God. Get ready. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> some of mine aren't great. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Are we on number five? Yes. Sweet. Um. So my number five was jojo rabbit now this movie is great oh, this movie is amazing mm -hmm. um it came out 2019 right yeah yeah i just remember again this is kind of my criteria for movies that have an impact on me mm -hmm. coming out of the theater and being speechless exactly and coming out of the theater and not being able to stop thinking about it for like at least like two weeks like this is all that's going through my mind mm -hmm. is just thinking about this movie um I remember not, I know we did a whole episode on this, you can listen to our thoughts <laughs> on this movie, but I just remember not expecting anything going into this movie, like not mm -hmm. expecting to like it that much, and I remember leaving just being stunned, so definitely impactful. Yeah, and also that was our second episode of Watchable. Oh, yeah, it was. Because I, we went to it together, and I was super pumped for that movie, because I had heard so much hype around it. And yeah. we were so excited when we left, and we kept trying to talk about it with each other, and they're like, no, we should save it, we should save it. And we couldn't control <laughs> ourselves, we were so excited. Yeah. At this point, we've given up on trying to save yeah. talking about things. <laughs> Not realistic. <laughs> but, yeah, Jojo Rabbit, it, it also just change the way I look at comedy too because mm -hmm. I'm not a big comedy person and well satire comedy like yeah that sort of thing um but it definitely just changed that nice sorry I just thought I had to throw that in because it, it it's important exactly yeah. it it's important to note here how they impacted us and why they made our list otherwise it's boring because we're just saying random movies. exactly <laughs> okay i didn't i kind of forgot that how much i was obsessed with matt damon in high school until i oh, no. just looked at my list and realized i had uh, two matt damon movies in a row i do not like matt damon ah! hot take <laughs> honestly i don't care much for him nowadays but in high school he was my jam so <laughs> my number five 
Five movie is Goodwill Hunting, which features a young Matt Damon and Robin Williams. And mm-hmm. this, I don't know. I saw it for the first time in high school, and it was. It's hard to describe this movie. Like, I just love it so much, and I just think it's so well done, and it just. It makes you think about how, the choices you make and if you're just kind of taking the easy way out because you're scared. And, man, Robin Williams was so good in that movie. It is a really good movie. I recently watched it, mm-hmm. I think, in the past year. Um, that, it's not one of my favorites, but I liked it, and I definitely see why people like it. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated just the whole... I don't know, just the whole story yeah. of it. It's one of those movies that it's so 90s like yeah like you know what i mean like 90s there's some quality to the 90s movies that really just delves into the emotional (laughs) stuff and it's just i love i like it i like it that's what i love about 90s movies like the breakfast club i think that's actually an 80s movie but like those kind of movies are just so good and they honestly handle talking about trauma in such an interesting way and yeah open too and man i'm just thinking about the end scene Mm-hmm. it's so good how they end this movie and it's such a good long shot over the credits sorry okay it is i'm ready no i totally agree with yes. you i'm ready to hear your number four okay my number four is black klansman um oh my gosh you get the best we, movies about the i know <laughs> there were so many good movies that came out mm-hmm. um but i this movie man there it's hard it's Sorry, just let me let me gather my thoughts. This movie was, was amazing. <laughs> um, I I remember I saw it with you, mm-hmm. and I remember all of us were crying by the end of it mm-hmm. and left the theater, and we weren't even able to talk. We just couldn't. We couldn't because it it dealt with issues that you didn't know could be dealt in that way. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. like dealt with in that way. Like it talked about these issues and brought up. I don't know difficult subjects but put it in a way that was somehow more emotional but yet somehow more i don't know it was just know. so well balanced between the harder moments and the more lighthearted moments yes yeah the, that's exactly what i was trying to say the editing in that movie is also really cool but it's really good that is the one of the only times I can remember being actually speechless after watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, we went to get ice cream afterwards, and we barely <laughs> talked. It was so it weird. It just felt wrong. Exactly. Like, just eating the ice cream all sad. We're just <laughs> Contemplating stunned. life. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> what is your number four? My number four is a Pixar classic. And Ooh. I know you're not as big a fan of it as me, but it's Inside Out. Because mm. I talk about, like, mind, like, crazy high, creative high after you watch a really good movie. And this is the yeah. first time I remember going to a theater and experiencing this feeling. Like, I had experienced it before, but I was just so stunned and blown away by the creativity of it. And I just mm-hmm. wanted to create something after I watched this movie. And it just made me think so much about how a story is crafted and I just love Inside Out because how they deal with emotions is so cool. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you you know this is not mm-hmm. one of my most memorable movies. I do think it's a good movie, so mm-hmm. don't don't give me hate for that. But it's just I think I watched it at the wrong time, 
and after all the hype was over and I watched it like by myself and I just yeah but I definitely understand because there are movies that are just so creative and something so new Mm -hmm. that they're like they're just made to impact you in some way they're just made to make you question things Mm -hmm. and make you want to do things and yeah so I totally get where you're coming from on that one all right so we're into the top three. What is your number three? Okay. My number three is Spider-Man Homecoming. Ah, and there it is. I know is. it's kind of weird because there's so many, like, really, really, really good mm-hmm. movies. And then there's just this, like, really innocent <laughs> teen movie that's, like, number three. Mm-hmm. But it it is just one of those movies that had a really big impact on me and... It's just a part of my life, and you know that. Mm-hmm. It's a part of your life, too. It's one of those movies that we both can just zone out and watch and feel happy, and yeah. <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong. People always act like they have to be ashamed when they really like movies like this, or like there aren't like the critically acclaimed, but it does everything that that genre of movie is supposed to do. And so yeah. it fulfilled its need perfectly. So there is something to that that I don't think we recognize enough. Exactly. Also, my number three pick is 500 times stupider than yours. So get um, ready. Oh, I don't know if I am. Oh, man. <laughs> so are you done talking about Homecoming or do you? No, I'm good. Okay. Since we've talked about it so much yeah. in like every episode. We literally talk about it all the time. Um, okay, so my number three movie it came out on your birthday in 2014, June 6th. It was, my, it was The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. This is the first premiere night I ever attended. I left your birthday wow. early to go to this movie. And there's just something really cool. It was the first time I went to a premiere night and everyone mm-hmm. in the theater cried together at the ending and like you just it was the first time i felt so bonded with the rest of the large audience and this movie really impacted just my i was obsessed with john green in high school and i still do follow Mm -hmm. the vlog brothers very closely but in high school it really helped define who i was and it just i after that movie i be like went online and reached out to other people who were also into it and it's just, it holds such a special place for me because it was just so important to me at the time. Yeah. I remember not being allowed to see this movie. Yeah, you weren't. <laughs> um, and, like, I would def like, I could definitely see this movie now, yeah. but I just still haven't because I just, I never was, I never even read the book, so. I need to give you the know. book already. Like, you need to borrow it. People are probably thinking I'm so uncultured. Like, there's so many things I have not seen. Okay, but you've read a lot more, like, classic novels and crap than I have, but you just haven't read, like, the big John Green, biggest YA book. Yeah. So, you know. Hmm. All right. What is your number two? Okay, so this one, it's a little bit... It's hard to put it this high on the list for me. Oh, no. Because there are so many better movies. So many way better movies. Oh, no. But it was really... It changed a lot of things for me when I saw it. Okay. So, my number two is Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, Bethy! That's a book. You knew I would say... I was not expecting (sighs) it to be above Homecoming. Okay. Now, hear me out. Now, hear me out. Okay. I have a lot of 
Okay, no, I'll start from the beginning. Okay. When I first saw this movie, when I first saw this movie, I did not really know anything about Queen, and I did not mm-hmm. know anything about this movie whatsoever, so my initial reaction to it was, whoa, this is really cool. This is really good. I, because I was just enjoying all, it's like, a, the whole movie is like a giant sensory overload. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like throwing <laughs> things at you to make you like excited and pumped. And you're like, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I really, really, really liked it. And I don't know what about it, but it, it hit me hard. So I really yeah. liked it. So then I actually started listening to Queen when I got home oh, and boy. I was like, oh, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And Queen is one of my like first major obsessions with a band and so Mm -hmm. that is why this movie is so important because it's what got me into listening to Queen and I started like being like a giant fan and started knowing every little little detail of the band you know Mm -hmm. but then after I actually got into the band I started to hate this movie more and more (laughs) the more you learned (laughs) about it because of the fact that I don't think it tells the right story of queen i don't Mm -hmm. think it tells it in a more enough like dynamic and interesting way they could have done so much more with it and i also i don't like how they kind of leave all the other members of the band out of it (laughs) like they're like nothing in the movie except for like having a couple reaction shots which is so dumb also the movie does not stay accurate to a lot of things and they're you're like wait that song was not recorded then like this does not make any sense and also the editing is just kind of terrible oh in this God, movie. It's, it's so like bad. really, really, so really, bad. really bad. And I realized all of this and I had so many problems with it after seeing it. Yeah. But it still remains one of the more important movies of my high school years just because where it's led me to listen to like mm-hmm. a new genre of music, like a whole new genre of music that I hadn't been listening to before. Um Yeah. To be honest, before this movie, my like music taste was not very yeah broad and you know that you know that and then after seeing it I started listening to queen then i started listening to more rock bands from the same era and i have accumulated much more. good taste and i still love the band queen mm-hmm. yeah when you first said this was bigger than homecoming i was like really stuck like not believing you <laughs> But the fact that I have been trying to get you to listen to more music for years, and Mm -hmm. honestly, you just didn't listen to much. But you finally did. And, like, you, we actually have very similar taste in music now, ironically. And so, yeah, yeah, that is a pretty big deal that it actually got you into music. So, I see your point. So, what is your number two? Okay, I would, my number, my top three, none of them are, like, critically acclaimed, like, really great pieces of art but my number three is the harry potter series Mm. because i got into harry potter i read it for the first time between my i think it was between my junior and senior year of high school in the summer and i was super depressed this summer and i don't know why you know depression doesn't really tell you why to be depressed but i read this obsessively and it was just my happy little place and then i watched the movies so many times these are definitely the most watched thing of my high school it just got me so excited about fandom in general and because of harry potter i just i got into re-watching stuff and reanalyzing mm-hmm. stuff and looking for the deeper meaning and every single little hint i got into theory videos harry potter's definitely a big impact from my high school years and i 
overdid it honestly that I needed a break. <laughs> but now looking back, it was just such a happy like oasis for me from the rest of my life. I remember I was sorry, not I remember. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like and wondering when is she going to talk about Harry Potter? Because <laughs> I know coming. that was like that was all of your high school years mm-hmm. and I I remember you talking so much about Harry Potter. I had no clue what you were talking about because I hadn't read them at that point. But I don't know. I can tell. Like, I can just tell it's such an important part of your life. Exactly. So I knew that had to be one of your top ones. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I am so confused what could be your number one. Like, you've said all your favorite movies. You haven't seen this movie. So I think you're going to be kind of confused. You're going to be really confused. I haven't seen it. And you're going to have to watch it. I guess. Okay, what is it? Um, my number one is Shawshank Redemption. What? This movie. Yeah, you're like, what the heck? Okay, like, I know you <laughs> like this movie, but you haven't been, like, obsessed with it like most of the other ones. I know, it's it's kind of my silent... It's not really an obsession. It's, like, an appreciation huh. for this I, really good movie. I guess I really watch this. I feel like you're gonna watch it and you're gonna be like what are what are you why do you like this <laughs> but I watched it maybe sophomore junior year mm-hmm. yeah junior year and it's one of the movies my dad showed to me and it's I don't want to say too much because I don't want to like spoil anything but just by the end of the movie I was it was one of those movies that just left me like sitting there and contemplating life and then for, like, I remember weeks afterwards, my brain couldn't stop thinking about it. Like, I kept going mm-hmm. back and being like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And huh. it's just... And also... Hmm. No, I don't want to say too much. Because right. I want you to watch it eventually. Because I feel like you might have different thoughts on this movie. Or you might really enjoy it like I do. But it definitely also is one of those movies that changed my perspective on movie making. Mm-hmm. And the storytelling aspect of it and what it can be. So... I am stunned, like, literally stunned. Yeah, it's kind of, I'm kind of stunned that it's my first choice, but I kind of was just ranking these, and it's what felt right, so. Nice. All right, so I almost feel stupid because you have, like, such a good, profound movie. My number one movie is Star Wars, specifically Star Wars The Force Awakens, because before The Force Awakens... Like, right after it came out, you lent me all the movies, the original Mm -hmm. trilogy, and I had never seen them before, and I watched them with my brother over break and got super obsessed with it. I watched the first one one day, and I was kind of vibing with it, and then I watched the second one, and it was just all downhill from there, and I just was hooked, and I went with my brother, like, a week later, And it was just so exciting to finally be able to, like, jump on something that was just, like, everyone was talking about. And yeah, I was into Harry Potter at the time. And, like, I hit the Harry Potter train late. And so it was just so much fun to just be a part of, like, this huge pop culture event. And it was just that cliffhangers and, I don't know, Star Wars, it was just so impactful to me. And it made me, like... Again, I was not a big fan of sci-fi, even though I liked The Martian, but this is very different from The Martian. Mm -hmm. It was one of the things that was like, I like Star Wars. I should give this other popular thing a chance because 
I had been avoiding it for so long because it was popular and I was like, I'm too cool to like popular things. <laughs> and so it made me be like, there's a reason a lot of stuff is popular. It's because people enjoy it. Because it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe no, overcome I'm- my hipster bias. I'm actually very proud that that's on your list because I got you, you into Star Wars. And it's one of the things that, like, you get me into a lot of things mm-hmm. first, but a lot. I <laughs> let you the movies, so I'm proud of myself. Exactly. And I was, I almost had The Force Awakens on my list. Almost. It was just, mm, I had to mm-hmm. narrow it down because I had a, a couple movies that I had to cut from my list, so... It was a really big deal for me, mm-hmm. though, because that was, like, my height of, like, Star Wars obsession, but I don't know. That's another reason it topped my list is because I remember you were in junior high, I believe, and yeah. we were at that age where it was kind of, like, a turning point in our, like, cousin relationship, and we were kind of <laughs> confused, like, all of a sudden we weren't just playing dolls in our basement and yeah. we were a little bit confused as to what, like, how do we have a relationship now? And then Star Wars basically solved any problem I was ever worried about. And movies was That's just true. our thing from then on. It It's actually kind of funny because before, like, Star Wars, mm-hmm. we didn't, like, we didn't, like, get along or hang out as much no, we as, didn't. like, you did with my sister. Exactly. And... We were, like, chill. Mm -hmm. We could talk to each other. But then after Star Wars, we would talk about everything. Everything. And, like, we'd talk about every single movie, but just other things Mm -hmm. in general. And it it did change. And it's everything. And and maybe it's the reason we're doing this podcast right now. So maybe that should have been on my list. But I think it might have technically been middle school. No, I don't think so. No, I don't know. I can't remember. I just remember... We were staying at my grandma's house one night, and it was three in the morning, and we had started, and everyone else had fallen asleep, obviously, and we had started talking about Star Wars, and then we had gotten really deep about school and crap, and our grandma came in and just laughed at us on our way to the bathroom. Oh. I don't know. Those late night talks about movies are just so, like, sweet and corny to me, but they're so special. Even if people, like, don't understand the value in some of the movies Mm -hmm. we were talking about... I mean, they never can because there's little moments exactly. like that 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 really shape what these movies mean to you. And, and at a certain point, it doesn't really matter wh- what these movies mean to anyone else exactly. because they shaped high school years, which are arguably some of the most important years of growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's where you kind of figure out life. So <laughs> they kind of I'm glad shape your interest for the rest of your life, really. And you're it's the time when you're experimenting yeah. so much with like trying out big phases or in like finding your own niches and because we definitely both had a mix of both of those things yeah i i like how both of our lists really show that like how we were experimenting with lots mm-hmm. of things and now i don't know we ha- we have our new things that we're into exactly. and it's just the cycle continues <laughs> uh this was a fun episode reminiscing on our high school days and oof makes me remember i'm glad there it's done yeah i live in a small town and every day at noon and six o'clock the sirens go off and it i always forget when we're recording that it happens so well i always forget when i come over to your house and i'm like um what's going on (laughs) the first time you guys 
because we didn't always live in a small town, but the first time you guys came over and it happened, you guys were a lot younger, obviously, and you and your yeah. younger sister got up without <laughs> saying anything and went to the basement, and we're like, what are you doing? We thought it was a tornado siren. You didn't even question it, though. Like, you didn't even ask us or anything. You just got up and went downstairs. It was very, yeah. you were very well trained. Yeah. We definitely did not understand that small town aspect of life. Yeah, definitely not. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure what we're going to do next week. I have a few fun ideas, so okay. you'll have to stick around next week to see what we have up our sleeves. And congratulations again to Bethy for being free of the high school curse. I'm so free. And moving Yay. on. You're go- what are you like majoring in and everything, Bethy? Uh, oh. That's a fun question. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to the University of Iowa, and I'm going to major oh. in, in... Hey. hey. <laughs> the funny thing is, she lives in Iowa, I and I live in Nebraska. She goes to school in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to school in Iowa. But um, <laughs> I'm going to major in anthropology with like a specialty in cult- cultural resource and heritage management. That is so um, cool. So study some history. Um learn some stuff about artifacts and it's gonna be awesome (laughs) it's gonna be awesome i don't know our podcast will continue on it'll definitely be a little different next year but i'm excited to see how we adapt to being further away even though it's sad (laughs) yeah Hmm. we'll figure something out thanks for listening to this episode of watchable this podcast is edited by sophia our music is from purpleplanet.com and our graphic is by maria hernandez if you enjoy listening, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Have an idea on what we should review next? Send us a message on Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Watchable Media. Join us next week for I don't know. <laughs> something. <laughs> something. Now go enjoy your day. <laughs>